You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. The Volume. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Tuesday, January 9th. It's a good, good morning, everybody. Very good morning when you go heavy on Michigan. Uh, posted a bunch of props. I, I, it wasn't quite a clean sweep, but it was damn near close. Michigan rolls, and I mean rolls Washington in a game that maybe felt close-ish for a quarter and change. Michigan, as we like to say, played with their food for probably a good 20 minutes after jumping to that 7, was it 17-3, 14-3? They jumped to the lead early, and it's something of an anticlimactic college football game, and, and I don't know where Rob's going to fall on this. I greatly enjoyed it, obviously, because I had Michigan. Um, but I was happy to see Harbaugh get the dub. I know a lot of people were not. Um And this Michigan kind of run here for me in the last two years, I mean, Michigan... Back-to-back playoff appearances, folks. Fifteen and zero this year, thirteen and one last year, twenty-eight and one. And I've got some, you know, some of these incendiary takes to start the day. And and it's weird because the history in college football in the playoff is we've had some good playoff games, but a lot of rotten natties. You have to go back. The last close national championship game was played in January of twenty eighteen, and that was the game Georgia led. I think 20 to 0, Alabama storms back behind a quarterback change at halftime. Tua comes on to replace Jalen Hurts, both those guys in the NFL, in the NFL playoffs this weekend. And and Tua throws the awesome, and I mean awesome touchdown pass in overtime to beat Georgia. And then the all the games since then have been double digits often by 20 plus. So this is not like a big shocker. A lot of people complaining to me, even my buddies over text, this game sucks, get the SEC in there. I'm like, guys, what? What are we talking about here? Like this was, this is par for the course in college football. There are haves and have-nots, and this year we had a, a, a damn good Michigan team littered with fifteen to twenty NFL draft picks. Jim Harbaugh expects them to set the record, fifteen to twenty draft picks, and a Washington team that was just overwhelmed. They got the one good left tackle who may or may not make an appearance in my um, 
in my Fox Sports NFL draft this week. But other than that, like, they didn't know where the blitz was coming from. Penix got lit up. And, and, you know, there was a great stat from the broadcast. So Michael Penix led college football with, I believe, 45 passes of 20 or more air yards a season, right? And he aired it out against Texas, just through the air, deep stuff. I mean, it killed him. Michigan, as we predicted here on the pod, we said they'd be like two high safeties and say beat us underneath. And Washington couldn't until a, a deep pass to Adunaze with like seven minutes left. Michael Penix was 0 for 6, I believe, Rob. 0 for 6 on those deep passes. Penix just could not complete them. The guys were in his face all night. I think Michigan just had one sack. That's it. But the defense just overwhelmed them. Um, I, I, I really like the safety, the Michigan safety number zero. Sandstrill, I believe is his name. I butchered it. But I think he's a pro. I was reading about him during the game because he was just everywhere. Sure-handed tackler, three-star recruit, and and this is like the Jim Harbaugh story. He goes places, whether it's San Diego, whether it's Stanford, whether it's San Francisco 49ers, and he takes someone or something and coaches them up, gets the max out of them, and then you know squeezes all he can, and then he moves on to the next step. And this is where it gets interesting with Harbaugh, who I think is obviously the big story, regardless of whatever sanctions are coming his way. Just think about this for a second. Jim Harbaugh started out pretty hot at Michigan. Remember, he was replacing, I believe, Rich Rod, 2015. He goes 10-3. and They had that close loss. I think it was the first year to Ohio State. It was like a questionable call, a questionable spot on fourth down late in the game. Then they go 10-3, and not really improvement. And then they started to regress a little, 8-5, and and then 10-3, and Nine and four, and then the COVID year happens, and they're like awful. And you know, there were claims that they were ducking uh, Ohio State because of the illnesses, and they come out of COVID, and it's like a different Michigan team 12 and two, finished third in the country. Now, they did lose a bowl game, and then last year 13 and one, and now 15 and 0. There is a rant to be had here about patience, okay. Everybody wants it now. I ne- I get this question so often. The closer we get to like college graduation, the young kids are sending me DMs on Instagram. Jay, hey, Jay. Hey, how do I get where you are but like sooner than you? Right, right. How do I get like a really good job paying a lot of money but like fast? I'm like, it just it doesn't work that way. You know, the elevator to success is out of order. It's like a Buffett quote. And it just doesn't happen overnight. And in college football, Jim Harbaugh goes to Michigan and – as they sputter, we got to run Harbaugh out of town. He can't deliver. He can't beat Ohio State. He's got to take a pay cut. And then guess what? They had patience. They stuck with their guy. They didn't become my Jets or the Browns or whomever and just start recycling their coaches and dumping and dump. We got to fix it. You get two, three years, then you're out. That's what you get in most places, two, three years. Now, Harbaugh was a Michigan man, so they extended him a little longer, and it was smart. It paid off, and now they got their first championship in what, like 60, 70, 80 years? I don't even remember the last time Michigan won a title. I think they shared one with uh, Lloyd, uh, whatever his face is. I can't believe I'm spotted. Lloyd Carr, is that it, Rob? Yes. Yes, yeah, they, I think that was a shared title, though, correct? Yes, in, with yeah. Nebraska, 97. That's right, good call. Um, and, and, like, you got to be happy. Uh, patience wins out, and, and I'm happy for Michigan, happy for Harbaugh. I know the sanctions are coming, but I think what— we'll, we'll, just as the same thing with USC is, remember, USC got sanctioned to hell. They stripped Bush's Heisman, all that nonsense. Nobody remembers the strip sanctions. All they remember is the incredible epic game against Notre Dame, which came, I believe, on like the one-year anniversary of me dating uh, my wife. And I'll never forget, like, we, we had TiVo at the time. 
before DVR and I TiVo'd the game but didn't get like I didn't extend it long enough because the game went long so whatever um, and, and all anybody remember from that USC team the Pete Carroll ones is Matt Liner was amazing Reggie Bush was electrifying Lendale White was a battering ram and, and they had that game against Notre Dame and they lost to Vince Young and they also won an Addy against I think they beat Oklahoma like 55-20 or whatever but like that's what people remember they don't remember sanctions get out of here so I don't care what happens to Michigan Obviously, you know, there's going to be some dumb penalty for this Connor Stallion stuff. But just to be clear, for all the, he recorded, they cheated. After they were busted for whatever they were doing, they take down Ohio State, they take down Alabama, and they take down Washington. Three of the, without question, like eight best teams in the country this year. And that's post-cheating. So y'all could put it in your pipe and smoke it. Uh, we'll, we'll do plenty on Penix and McCarthy, but Rob, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm glossing it over because I had Michigan. I had a Michigan Futures ticket from when I went to Vegas to, to, to sign up for the gambling contest at the Circa this year. Can't wait to go back to Vegas and cash that. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a happy man today, but I know a lot of, a lot of uh, Ohio State fans are unhappy, and, and college football fans seem kind of let down with this game. Yeah, I'm one of those people who's unhappy because I foolishly on yesterday's podcast went on the record and said, hey, I'm taking Michigan to win this game. Yeah. And then about an hour before kickoff, I went on my Twitter at the producer RG on what is it, X now. And I said, you know what? I've changed my mind. I'm going with the uh, Washington Huskies, hashtag purple rain. Oh. And that failed miserably. So I'm a little bit salty right now as we're recording this podcast. But you hit the nail right on the head about Jim Harbaugh because that COVID season – was easily the low point in his football career. Even worse than, you know, the way things ended with him in San Francisco when, uh, you know, there was like a mutiny in the front office and mm. they tried to pin everything on him and they actually thought that going to Chip Kelly would have been an upgrade even after what went down with him and the Eagles. And they're two and four. The rumors that they're ducking Ohio State, you know, due to COVID that season, he has to take the pay cut as you alluded to. And then coincidentally or not, they start stealing signs. They win at a high clip. Here we go. And they win the national championship. You brought up the the, the USC scandal. Let me remind people in case they forget. Because all anyone knows is, oh, they had to disassociate themselves with Reggie Bush. They took Reggie Bush's Heisman. Not just that, okay? They were banned from the postseason for two years. They lost scholarships for three years. They had 14 wins vacated. It's one of the reasons why I believe when, I think it might have been Lane Kiffin who got the job right after, oh, geez, that's right. that he was saying, like, look, we only got like 45 scholarship players that we can I put remember. out there. Like, we, we don't have enough guys. That's why we're losing so much. And even with all that factoring in here with Michigan, because the sanctions are coming, we'll get to Jim Harbaugh's future away from Michigan. Because I think he's going to leave here in the next couple of days or so and, and leave Michigan holding the bag with all of these bowl game bans moving forward. But if you ask me today, if it was all worth it, I'm going to say absolutely yeah. it was. Because as you mentioned, until I brought that stuff up about USC, nobody remembers any of it. We remember the Reggie Bush Superman flying into the end zone on a 75-yard run. We remember the Bush push with Matt Leinart against Notre Dame. We remember, even though it was a loss, that epic Rose Bowl game against Vince Young in Texas. That game. Oof. And when people talk about the Jim Harbaugh era, we're no longer going to talk about the five straight losses to Ohio State. No one's going to talk about the two and four season where they ducked the Buckeyes and they alleged that half their team had COVID, which nobody was ever able to prove. 
what they are going to remember is this season, everything that this mm-hmm. team overcame, that they're going to remember that even without their coach who was, you know, unfairly judged and jury by the Big Ten because they couldn't handle to see us succeed, that without their head coach, they beat Penn State, they beat Ohio State, they get to the comp- college football playoff, and Jim Harbaugh comes in, the white knight himself, and he beats the big bad Nick Saban in overtime. Oh, great. And then in the, in the national championship game, Michael Penix Jr., who was everybody's favorite quarterback at the time, who was going to be the next best thing since sliced bread, and they make him look like a mid-round draft pick at best in the championship game. That's all anyone's going to care about, and that's fine, and that's where I'm going to be because even though I think that Jim Harbaugh and this run is a little bit tainted, I am 1,000% on board with doing whatever you got to do to win because ultimately that's why we play the games. Yeah, no, well said. And it's funny because, uh, you know, I'm looking at this Michigan team. I'm like, okay, 15-0. They took down everybody they had to face, um, including Ohio State, including Alabama. Um, they, their quarterback I like a little more. He's in, he's going to be in the NFL, obviously. He's probably not a first-round pick. And it, it didn't look like – I'll adjust. He didn't look like a first-round pick against Washington, which ain't great. But the talent is clearly there. Okay, the defense is unbelievable. Number one in the country all season. They win with a power running game. Who does that sound like, Rob? Oh, I don't know. The Georgia Bulldogs of last year with Stetson Bennett, the game manager, making plays with his legs, making the few passes he needs to, winning with an overwhelming defense and a hell of a running game. The Michigan Wolverines are essentially an SEC team this year. That's what they were. They win ugly, they grind it out, and they're going to beat you. And they got a lot of pros, just like Georgia had 15 pros last year. There's a real, real good chance that Michigan's going to have 15 or more um, heading into the 2024 draft. And by the way, I know people will scoff at Washington. They were an offensive juggernaut. 13 points were the fewest they scored in a game all season against Michigan. That's how good this defense was. They made Alabama look pedestrian. If the Michigan special teams were anything, that game would have been over before overtime. And, and I, I, I think to just say, oh, Georgia would have whooped these teams. Like, guys, let's settle down. They bottled up Penix. Two of 11, 59 yards of passes, 15 or more down the field. He couldn't get anything. Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires. All-weather tires. Dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for a couple of years. Mobile tire installations available all over the country. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to your home or work. Install them on site. Game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. See their Pirelli test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're experts. TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, 
John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your life sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Football is back. No more preseason games. The regular season is here. While we all love watching our favorite teams on television, there is nothing better than being at a game live and in person. And the best way to get tickets to any of these games is on GameTime, the fastest-growing ticketing app in the U.S. For last-minute amazing deals on tickets to see your favorite football teams this September, download GameTime. And it's not just football. GameTime has tickets to baseball games, concerts, and comedy shows across the country. Download the GameTime app and redeem code JMAC for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, download the GameTime app and enter code JMAC. That's J-M-A-C for $20 off. No matter where you live, get out and have some fun this week. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. I know a lot of NFL people are watching this and NFL fans are watching this. I'll tune in for the playoff or the, or the championship. And I think the sentiment is going to be, oh, my goodness, Penix, you don't look like that guy. 430 yards against Texas and then can't do jack squat against Michigan? I don't know. And they watch McCarthy and they say, this guy's terrible. He makes too many bad throws. And the overreaction to a play here, a series there, uh, one game, okay? Uh, McCarthy is something like 29-1, and 30-1 in his career. I mean, we, you could pick, pick apart his games. Yeah, he had some 115-yard passing games. You want, you want some fun? This, just do this for fun. Humor me, okay? Go look at Justin Herbert and his um, passing stats in his final year at Oregon. Not the final stats, but like the, go to the game log on college football stats. And like his final three games, I, I think he was like 200 yards or less. And in the Rose Bowl, and I'll never forget this one, he threw for 138 yards against Wisconsin. And an interception, no touchdown passes. Now he did run for three, and they won, but he had 138 yards passing. And it was like... For me, eye-opening. Some of these games, you can... C.J. Stroud last year against... Uh, when Ohio State was facing Georgia, that mighty Georgia defense in the semifinal, and Stroud went off, and you were like, whoa, this dude is... Uh, he's amazing. And then Marvin Harrison goes out with the with the concussion in, 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 I think, the third quarter, and then Stroud kind of fell apart there. But it was like, holy cow, this dude's got some stuff. And that Justin Herbert Rose Bowl game, like he was with his winning with his legs. The college game is so different than the NFL... The play scripts, the play calling, the aggressiveness or lack thereof, it's totally different, okay? And and Brock Purdy, look no further than a guy like Brock Purdy, who early at Ohio State, or Iowa State, sorry, was considered like, ooh, this this guy could be an early round draft pick. 
and then he sticks around and he's just not delivering and they're losing and the inter- ugly interceptions and bad plays and you're like, damn, this guy had Brees Hall and he couldn't do anything? This guy was thrown to a tight end, uh, Col- Kohler, who, who uh, you know, is in the NFL now, catching passes. He couldn't do anything? Ah, Brock Purdy stinks. And then he goes to Kyle Shanahan's system and guess what? Brock Purdy was an MVP candidate all season. Rookie quarterbacks, go look up their history in the playoffs. What does Brock Purdy do last year? Wins both of his games. And then he gets hurt against the Eagles, and that, that was a wrap. But, like, this idea that we're going to judge J.J. McCarthy or Michael Penix off one game is silly. In the right fit, in the right system, these guys will slay. I mean, Penix, I, I think he's going to be, if, you know, this could be a blessing in disguise. And I know he doesn't feel that way, obviously. He's crying after the game, as, as anybody would. Um, if he able, is able to drop and go to a place like Miami or even Minnesota, with Kevin O'Connell. I think whoever those guys get at quarterback is going to have success. When you see O'Connell win with like Josh Dobbs and it's competitive with Nick Mullins, I mean, Jaron Hall is a bridge too far, but okay. I think Penix and, and even McCarthy are going to be successful in the NFL. Now, Stetson Bennett is an interesting one. He went to the Rams. He had some personal issue. I don't know if it's been disclosed, but he like left the team midway through the season. We've heard nothing of Stetson Bennett. Um, We'll see, but in the right system, Rob, I, I'm confident McCarthy. I, I, I still think he's got first-round ability. You saw it with the legs. Yeah, some of his passes was being sprayed. I think some of that is the Michigan offense. When you rush for 300 and, hold up, how many, what was it, 346? Rob, they rush for, yeah, 38 carries, 303 yards, 8.0 yards a carry. What are you doing throwing the ball? McCarthy threw 19 times. That's it. They had 174 rushing yards in the first quarter. So, yeah, McCarthy's not going to throw the ball a lot. And then they stack the box, and they say, you know what? We're not, you're not going to beat us deep. We don't, we're, we're not afraid of your receivers. So we're going to press man coverage on everything and come after you. And McCarthy didn't want to make a mistake. That's understandable. Like, let's just settle down with just saying he's total crap and not going to – I guarantee you he's going to be drafted. Now, where? I don't know. We'll see what the process holds. Daniel Jeremiah is coming on the pod this week. We'll see what he says. Um but I don't know, Rob. Like, I, yeah, Penix got beat up. He was holding his ribs. Looked like they might have been broken the way he was favoring them. I, 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 this doesn't do anything to me to dramatically say like Michael Penix is not a, uh, is not like a, a first round quarterback. Uh, one, one other thing, I looked it up. Um, Patrick Mahomes played in one bowl game in in his time at Texas Tech. That's it. He was twenty eight of fifty six. That's for the math majors fifty percent. I had to triple check this because it didn't seem right. He was sacked 10 times <laughs> in one game against LSU. 10 times sacked, 50% of his passes. He did throw for like 370 and four touchdowns, but they lost like 56-28. So he was just chucking the entire game. Patrick Mahomes turned out okay, everybody. Okay? Let's just settle down with crucifying guys after a game because college and the NFL, we know, are totally different football games. I couldn't have said it better myself. You know, the the rush to crucify Michael Penix Jr., I think, is unfair. Now, yes, he missed a lot of guys. I know Michigan's defense played lights out. They were as good as they've been all season. Yeah. But even with that, Penix flat out missed several passes, either because he didn't see guys or he just sailed them. I don't know if the pressure was getting into his head and he was rattled. He was not throwing with confidence. I don't know what it was, but he was off. There's a reason why the team... Washington went two for 14 on third down. Like they just, they didn't have it. Right. But if you look at Michael Penix Jr., his game log, just this season at Washington, 
there was probably three teams on his schedule that you could say had a defense that was even in the same stratosphere as what Michigan had out there last night. One of them would be Oregon. They played them twice. The other two would be Utah and Oregon State. The difference between those games and the Michigan game, because none, none of those teams he really played phenomenally outside of against uh, Oregon in the Pac-12 championship game, where he, he was you know pretty much lights out there in the second half especially. But in each of those games, completed just under 60% of his passes, and Oregon State he had completed 46% of his passes. But the difference between those games and the Michigan game is even though he didn't have his best stuff, he didn't really turn the ball over. Across those four games, he finished with nine touchdowns, three picks. If you can do that against good yeah. defensive play while still throwing for big yards, you'll live with that every day of the week. In this case, the reason why they lost the way they did is when he had the opportunities to convert for touchdowns, that first half the where he just flat out missed Adunze late in the second quarter for what would have been, I think, a 65-yard touchdown pass. Like, that's the difference in the game, you know, relatively speaking those kind of plays when they're there to be made normally he was making them all season That's he just fair. didn't make them last night and there's a reason why on the season washington in the midst of their 21 game winning streak which was ended against michigan they had won 10 straight their last 10 games by 10 points or fewer so mm. when gotta have it moments crunch time he backs against the wall, third down, late in the fourth quarter, whatever it is, he always made the plays when they needed to have them. And unfortunately for Huskies fans, he just didn't make those plays against Michigan. But I think he has a long enough body of work that'll tell you that in the right system, with the right pieces around him, he can be all pro level NFL quarterback. He can sling it better than anybody I've seen in college football in a long, long time. It just sucks that he picked, well, he didn't pick, but last night against Michigan, everything that makes him special kind of evaded him, and that's what's disappointing. Mm. Yeah, I, I would agree with most of that. Um, I, You know, that, that running back they have, Dylan Johnson, very good player. Um, so he came in with the injury because he got hurt late against Texas, remember? and. Yes. I think it was the first carry of the game. He goes, uh, you know, in between the tackles, and then he gets rolled up on. And he has to come out of the game. And, like, that guy's their horse. He's their bell cow. And without him, if they didn't really have a running game, I don't think Michigan feared it. And they could just kind of do whatever they want. Hey, we'll mix zone. We'll blitz. We'll blitz on this side. We'll blitz on that side. We don't have to worry about anything. Penix isn't much of a scrambler. He can run. I think he, he had one run uh, or two. But, like, they didn't have to worry about a run game. It just felt like, you know, everything went Michigan's way pretty much in this one. And, uh, you know, Wolverines win the title, and now college football goes on ice for eight or nine months. We'll see what happens with the transfer portal. I'm sure uh, I'm sure some people listening to this saw it. Within, I don't know, seconds of Michigan winning the title, the kid who is a running back at Ole Miss, who apparently is a – yeah, I, I'm not going to crush this kid, but apparently he is a, a me-first player – announces he's transferred from Ole Miss to the Ohio State University, uh, and he prominently put that out there on social media. Uh, Ohio State, they're coming next year. You know they're they're coming hard. Um, there was a clip I posted, Rob. I don't know if you saw it on, on social media. Somebody sent it to me maybe last week of this Ole Miss running back, who's awesome. Last name, I think, is Jenkins. And, um, you know, he got tackled in the bowl game, 
and he had almost broke out of the tackle. So he was like frustrated. You know, and like laying on your back after you get tackled, you like clap your hands and you rock, like stick your hand up for the offensive lineman to help you up. The offensive lineman looks at him and like kind of waves him off and just turns and goes back to the huddle. And it was like, wow. <laughs> you know, talk about not, not looking out for your guys. And then you start reading stuff. I, not that I get too into the message board stuff, but it's very clear that guy was all about himself post photos on his gram about a private jet and like uh, you know it's one of those deals so he is uh, he's off to the ohio state university and and um you know listen michigan's gonna fall back to the pack the michigan schedule next year is absolutely brutal um but again that's eight months out um college football i, I do like the transfer portal but um yeah Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires. All-weather tires. Dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for a couple of years. Mobile tire installations available all over the country. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to your home or work. Install them on site. Game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. See their Pirelli test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're experts. TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. The NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet 5 bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets, and DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code STRAIGHTFIRE. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code STRAIGHTFIRE only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope ny 467 369 
in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, 21 and up, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Rob, before we get out of this uh, and wrap up the college football season, I, I wanted to quickly pivot to um, the NBA and, and, and some crappy news that came across during the natty that some of you guys may miss. John Moran, who served a 25-game suspension to start the season, suffered a labrum injury, and his season is over. Season-ending shoulder surgery, a devastating blow to the Memphis Grizzlies, to John Morant. And I'm not going to go overboard and make this like a huge deal, but uh, let's be real. John Morant is an electrifying talent, a Skywalker. He dunked on Wembenyama. It goes viral, blah, blah, blah. Rob, we need to be real about something. If he wants his ceiling to be like, you know, pre-MVP Russell Westbrook, who was a guy who could not shoot but was athletic as hell, if he wants that to be his career, then, you know, I think he's probably already done the best he can do. And he's just going to put up great stats, can drive to the hoop, and he's going to have a few more years of that as the athleticism uh, continues. But the injuries, the suspensions, he was hurt in the playoffs last year against the Lakers. The suspension... And now another injury. I, listen, I'm not bashing the guy because he's, you know, obviously he's very down and Memphis fans are, are jammed up. They've now lost him and Steven Adams to season-ending surgery. It's over. They're not going to make the playoffs. But, Rob, if I'm advising John in any way, shape, or form, and I know that's going to be tough because he's, you know, famous and a big deal in Memphis, I'm telling him, bro, listen, you play a brand of basketball that is Russell Westbrook, Allen Iverson-ish. If you don't develop a reliable three-point shot, I don't know what your career is going to look like in like six or seven years. I think we've really got, like he's got to get in the lab and fix a shot. Whatever it takes, fix the shot. And I know I'm being critical when the guy is done for the season and it stinks, but Rob, that's just me being honest. Like I'm not the biggest John Morant fan, but the league needs him, right? He, he came in with Zion. Those two were supposed to like be the next American stars. It ain't happening yet. I mean, I guess you could call Ja a star when it comes to merch and fans and all that stuff, highlights. But, you know, they need him in the playoffs. They need a deep playoff run. Rob, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. Are we going to see – have we seen the best of Ja Morant? Yes. And that's unfortunate because he was supposed to be the guy. You know, before last season even, this was on the heels of, like, the bubble run that he had there um, – or, or that year, that playoff year. I don't know if he did he play in the bubble. I know that he maybe it was him and Donovan Mitchell. I think had put up some huge numbers. I have to go ahead and double check that. But he was supposed to be the guy. NBA uh, social media was touting as recently as two years ago that John Morant was the second most watched player on NBA social media channels behind LeBron James. And that says a lot because, you know, LeBron is a global brand. So there's guys in China and Czechoslovakia. Pick your favorite country outside of the U.S. And they know LeBron James. Maybe they know Steph Curry and that's it. And 
John Morant was the guy who was transcending all of it because of his style of play. Unfortunately for him, and unfortunately for the rest of us basketball fans, that same electric style of play that made him so marketable, that made him such a big star, that made him what many believe to be the next great American-born NBA star, is what ultimately is going to be derailing his NBA career. Look no further than Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose is the closest thing we've seen in terms of style of play to John Morant. People forget during the, the Derrick Rose, the height of his, his game when he won the MVP, he never had a reliable jump shot. He, yeah. he played for a team with Tom Thibodeau in Chicago that Rose. defended like hell, and it was Derrick Rose yamming on guys at 6'3", just rising up over everybody. It didn't matter who was in front of him. It didn't matter if he had LeBron in front of him, if he had Roy Hibbert. Shout out to Roy Hibbert and, and verticality, and he was dunking on him too. didn't matter who they had in the paint. And then as soon as the knee injury started to trickle in, he kind of faded off into oblivion. And it sucks because Derrick Rose, by all accounts, is a well-respected, great guy. But his game was predicated on elite athleticism. John Morant, up until this point, is predicated on elite athleticism. He, you can't even say that he's the defender or the distributor that Russell Westbrook was. He doesn't even have that to his game. He's a high-octane, scoring, small point guard. Man. And if he doesn't have his athleticism, if he's going to keep crashing to the floor every game because he throws his body in the air with reckless abandon his career i'm not going to say it's going to get cut short but it's going to be left unfulfilled i would agree it's a little sad i mean and i'm not even a jaw guy i've kind of been blasting him here he's been in trouble with the law but uh hope he gets healthy soon the league needs him bottom line um all right that's it for college football and for today's podcast we are back tomorrow back to the nfl a lot of playoff chatter. I added a couple bets, an over, an under. We'll talk about them all tomorrow. Talk to you then. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.